0: It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com, top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more Fantasy Points. If you are listening to this, that means we actually were able to record the Market Report podcast this week. I don't know what it is about the podcasting software we use. All right, I'll call them out. Zencaster, what are you doing? Tom, we have had no problems on any day but Monday this year. <laughs> but Monday mornings, apparently Zencaster has a lot of issues on Monday mornings. I don't know, whatever. Everybody's doing their market report recap podcast at the same time, I'm guessing. that That's what's going on. But anyway, if you are listening to this podcast, it means we were able to get it recorded. And we were able to have the audio accompaniment to the, uh, to the market report article up at fantasypoints.com. This is the week 13 recap, Tom. It is good to be with you this morning. How are you doing? I know... Uh, I know there was some pain on the prop market yesterday yeah. for
1: you. I'm licking my wounds this morning. It was uh, the worst worst week I've ever had uh, betting props. Uh, just, just got back in the saddle, though, this morning and rode up some games. Uh, I'm doing well in the ATS department, but, uh, man, I can't remember a, a day like Sunday where you know, just a lot of close calls and uh, just, just – it was painful, but – Uh, even even like my fantasy teams like we're getting close to the playoffs and you know week 13 you know my team's in like fifth sixth place you know you know you got to get that one more win to give yourself a chance to get in the playoffs and all those teams kind of flopped, so uh, it's a it's a tough Monday morning here but we'll power (laughs) we'll power through and uh, we'll we'll get through this uh, market report.
0: Yeah, getting up this morning a little bit difficult uh, yeah. for, <laughs> for for uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, so let's just hope let's just hope this podcast gets going. And so let's let, let's cut the small talk. Hell, let's let's cut the small talk and let's get to uh the big talk, T bro. Uh, let's start discussing and breaking down all of uh, all of the games. And we'll start with Buffalo uh, and New England from from Thursday night. You already wrote this game up for the market report article. This was, I mean, for a Buffalo game. Kinda of boring. I mean, it wasn't a whole lot going on. The Patriots offense was, was to borrow a, a term from John Hansen, stymied. Uh they couldn't do a whole lot. Their leading receiver was a defensive back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's uh what what did you have what did you see from Buffalo and New England on Thursday night?
1: Yeah, not a whole lot here. I mean the, the big development was the backfield usage for Buffalo. James Cook uh got a huge role in this game. Uh, could could be a, a bit of a signal here that this backfield could be shifting to James Cook here down the stretch. I you know I don't think Devin Singletary's completely going away here, but uh, you know they drafted him the second round and it, it was been a slow start, but they're grooming him here and it's looking like yeah you know, he's going to be the lead back next year, but maybe his time is coming a little bit earlier here. So Singletary's a, a bit of a down. Uh, the rest of the season here, he was kind of touchdown dependent anyway. In recent weeks, uh, hasn't been doing a whole lot in the passing game, but uh, but a lot of the same here for the Bills. I mean, just just Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox just uh, just lost seasons, not lost seasons, but they they've been very underwhelming here in spots where it seemed like they could step up and uh, be big big time targets for Josh Allen. And it's it's actually been the Isaiah McKenzie here who has stepped up as the number two receiver in recent weeks. So, uh, But, yeah, Gabe Davis, I know a lot of people are really frustrated with him. and He even scored a touchdown in this game and couldn't really come through for fantasy with just two catches on seven targets. And it's just one of those years for him.
0: Yeah, it's been one of those years for, for a lot of us, Tom. Uh, just a really boring uh, Thursday night game. And the Patriots, Mac Jones coming off of a couple of great games. Um, <laughs> did you see him yelling at Matt Patricia on the sidelines?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, the run game isn't working, uh, or, you know, the l- let's get the throw the effing ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, w- I could have gone for
0: that, too, as somebody
1: that gave out uh, some passing props on uh, Mac Jones and Ramondre Stevenson, but... Those were not to be. I, 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 Stevenson gets six catches, and I can't even get to 30-some receiving yards. So, uh, yeah, it was a just an ugly performance here. Jacoby Myers, uh, that, that's the other guy I wrote up from this game. He's he's trending in the wrong direction. He got off to a really nice start, but he's battling through this shoulder injury recently. And he's a guy that, yeah, he's just – you could probably actually cut him in some formats here. He's just not uh, getting it done here in recent weeks uh, with this whole passing
0: game kind of struggling outside of that vikings game let's move now on over to pittsburgh and atlanta the steelers are they're, tom they're hanging on in that uh in that playoff race they're, they 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 need a lot of help but it's possible
1: they do have point. yeah they have two matchups against the ravens in the next couple of weeks so yeah they have they have the right matchups to make some upward uh, movement here and uh, they, they did lock out Tyler Huntley. Uh, it looks like he'll probably be the quarterback for the Ravens next week. We'll, we'll get into that once we get to the Ravens game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Najee Harris, I mean, I feel like we've written him up a bunch. Uh, didn't really get it done for fantasy, but he has certainly looked like a different player coming out of their, yeah. uh, out of the bye. Uh, I forget what week that was week nine. I think it was, uh, he, he's looked much improved here. Uh, so he you know he's he's not exactly what we wanted this season uh, as a first round pick but i, I think we we we're, we're definitely seeing that that foot injury was a big factor in his his issues early in the season it, you know he's finally yeah. getting healthy here getting in better shape and he certainly turned the corner here but the the big news is what the hell Where, can't we get the ball to george freaking
0: pickens like oh he was mad too oh
1: yeah he should have been pissed i mean they were just you know, filtering, uh, funneling targets to Deontay Johnson in this game, and he was doing his best to you know drop sees on a couple plays and running backwards after the catch. And uh, meanwhile, he got a dog Pickens, and George Pickens. We can't even target him. Um, so yeah, that was that was very frustrating. Is was that a watch
0: or a down for Pickens?
1: Uh probably just a watch. I mean, I, I think that they'll you know come come back to him and in, uh, uh, in future weeks, but. We saw that, uh, I think it was the Eagles game in week eight uh, where he didn't have a catch. So it, he he is prone to these ugly down performances. He You know, he is a little bit of a limited receiver. He's not like he's working uh, the middle of the field a lot. You know, a lot of his routes are on the perimeter. So mm-hmm. he 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 does have the tendency to get blanketed a little bit. But uh, it shouldn't have happened in this matchup against Atlanta. I mean, just a, another notch in the Matt uh, Canada needs fired uh you know belt here that I mean you can't even get George Pickens uh some design targets so uh yeah it's it's gotta be I will watch him here but it's just uh, he's a little bit more volatile than we really want right now
0: yeah grease the squeaky wheel game maybe (laughs) uh for 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 Pickens next week uh and for Atlanta uh, what else is there to say about Atlanta right now I mean yeah, yeah. Al Patterson's yeah. in a full on in a full on rotation, and he doesn't get targets.
1: Yeah, it looked like he might be emerging last week. Yeah. He got a, a pretty nice snap share, but it was back to a pretty split backfield here. It was forty six percent of the snaps for him. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to see Huntley was at nine percent, and yeah, Algier was at fifty two percent. So yeah, Algier That's paced it. the backfield. So yeah. It's, uh, this I,
0: can't be. Uh, if if Patterson's not getting targets, I mean, forget about it. Like this team stinks. So, it, it, yeah, they're
1: they're on bye this week too. So I don't think we need to to spend uh, any ink on these this team right now. Uh, it was nice to see that they actually uh, featured Drake London a little bit in this game with 12 targets, but uh, it's it's tough to to really thank on that continuing here. Uh, may, maybe maybe we'll get a, a QB change out of their bye, but. Uh, I wouldn't exactly count on it. I mean, this the NFC South is still kind of up for grabs, and I don't think they they want to throw Ritter out there in any games that count
0: right now. Denver, this is a new low for Denver because they lose a game to a Baltimore team that lost its quarterback on the first drive of the game. Yep, and scored ten points,
1: and they and they had three points for fifty nine minutes of that uh, of that game as well. I mean. Uh, only could only could get into the end zone with 28 seconds left. And Oh my God. I mean, you, you probably saw a lot of that. You know, there was a lot of like fourth down and short conversions. It was like, it was like pulling teeth for the Ravens to score that touchdown, but they did. And uh, three more field goals for the uh, Denver Broncos. So uh, I think they came into the game averaging like 1.3 touchdowns per game. So that average is going to be even uglier now. So I mean, they got to be on pace for, uh, I mean, that's got to be close to an NFL worst here in recent seasons. I mean, I can't imagine many offenses are much worse than that, but uh, yeah. I mean, the big news out of this, I mean, not that it's big news, but Cortland Sutton picked up a hamstring injury. Jerry Judy played limited snaps. So, uh, I mean, this receiving core is just, it's getting pretty ugly right now. They got, Uh, Washington playing uh, Johnson you know guys that uh are deep down the uh the the depth chart here in in Denver right now this is this is so bad
0: Uh, I mean now looking at um I'm not not to spend too much time on 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 Denver but I mean I mean I know Russell Wilson it's been bad but I mean he can't there's not really a whole lot he could do I don't have, have you seen this uh this meme going around Tom that's been going around for a few weeks. Um, <laughs> will Russell Wilson finish the year with more toilets in his house? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I love that. That's
1: <laughs> how many how many toilets does he actually have in his house? I mean, twelve. Oh okay, uh, it's getting a little. Oh, it's getting a little tight. I mean, no touchdowns this week. I mean, he's running out of time here. I mean, they could they could bench him at any point too. You know, try to save some face for him. But <laughs> yeah, this. This is so pathetic. I mean, the uh, the one thing, yeah, Latavius Murray. I don't even know if we need to write up him either, but oh. um, he did see sixty eight percent of the snaps. So, I mean, Mike Boone was activated this week, but it was still mostly a Latavius Murray backfield. Uh, for, and, and then for, for what Baltimore, that means.
0: <laughs> for Baltimore, the the only thing I I think worth writing up here is is it Lamar Jackson's down. I mean, and, and we could watch him because they said days to weeks. But he's been bad for fantasy anyway.
1: Yeah, he's been playing through injuries. That, I mean, he's been yeah. dealing with this hip injury. I mean, uh, it's it's just all compounding here. And it's all their, you know, it's their fault. I mean, they didn't put anything around him besides Mark Andrews. And you make your quarterback absolutely carry the entire team. And um, it's just a disaster here. So. Uh, I mean, I think we might need to put some, you know, write a little bit about this backfield, too. It's a goddamn disaster. Gus Edwards was terrible in this game. I know a lot of people probably used him as an RB2 because, you know, he had been productive in his first three games back. But they essentially benched him because he was playing uh, pretty poorly, and they turned to Kenyon Drake. So uh, and it kind of seems like J.K. Dobbins could return this week. So, I mean, this is just a. You can't use any of these backs anymore in Baltimore. Uh, just a, a... Who can you use?
0: Andrews? I yeah, mean, Andrews maybe... is
1: the only guy, and I think you, you, know, you, know, you can pick up Huntley and probably use him off the waiver wire. He, he runs around a little bit and was pretty good in uh, three or four starts last year for Lamar Jackson, but yeah, this is... It's, it's, nobody else from the passing game uh, besides Andrews, and to this backfield is a complete stay away at this point.
0: Green Bay and Chicago, well, Justin Fields is back, and I mean, Justin Fields did Justin Fields things, he had a long touchdown run, and threw a couple of picks as a passer, I mean, he was 20-25 though, and then, you know, you also have to look at the fact that he got the ball to commit, and he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have Darnell Mooney anymore, but uh, good, good news to see Justin Fields back in action, um, uh we'll give him a we'll give him a tentative up yeah I think that's because he's back
1: yeah because we we did get a lot of questions I think people were and rightfully so uh, a guy that runs a lot picks up a shoulder injury you're gonna have some concerns there but uh, I think he alleviated those uh concerns I mean it was a little top heavy it was all yeah. it was all
0: fifty five carries
1: yeah it was only six carries uh you know it was all on the 55 yard touchdown run but it, hey they still count and uh, we, we get another week removed from the injury. Maybe those, uh, you know, those carries pick up here a little bit. So, uh, uh, you know, it was a positive first sign here. And as you said, it, you know, he looked pretty good as a passer as well. Uh, really got cool commit going. Um, uh, did you see, uh, what Jair, Jair Alexander oh, was, said about him?
0: That was great. Yeah. <laughs> let me see if I, let me read, let me read it for the people here. Um, uh, l- l- uh, l- I got to find the quote because I read it on air yesterday for, uh, Oh, on, for, uh, on the game day program. Yeah, on the game day show. This is from Matt Schneidman of The Athletic. He covers the Packers for The Athletic. Jair Alexander on what he thought after giving up that 56 yard catch to former teammate Equinimius St. Brown. Quote, nothing. Man, he's a scrub. I can't believe I let him catch that on me. But hats off to him because he did make a good catch. <laughs> <laughs> the old hat. I like the old hat tip at the end there.
1: Yeah, it's like, all right.
0: You're a scrub, but you got me on this. You, you one. <laughs> got me on that that one
1: time. Uh, it won't happen again. But uh, yeah, that not not too much else to say here. Montgomery, uh, you know, continues to dominate the carries in this backfield. I think Khalil Herbert won't be back till probably week sixteen. I think he they're they're yeah, another pre-16. team on bye here. Uh, so just that's the other thing to note. I think they are on bye in week fourteen, Joe. So Fields will get an extra week to rest up that shoulder.
0: Uh, oh, that's a very good thing to note. Um, uh, I'm gonna put Komet up because, um, Fields was back and Mooney's out. I mean, yeah, he's,
1: he's got to throw it to somebody. They're using a pretty deep rotation at, at receiver as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, equi-
0: St. Brown, he's a scrub. Yeah. <laughs> he's a <laughs> scrub. Yeah, Pettis
1: was at 65% of the snaps and he led the wide receivers here. So this is this, this, yeah. I mean, Comets the one guy that's on the field full time in terms of receivers here. So, um, uh, that that's a, you know, a little uh, that that should filter a few more targets to him, you know, compared to these receivers who are, you know, it's just one big rotation right now.
0: Uh, over at Green Bay, I mean, yeah. AJ Dillon up. The weather's getting colder. It's Dylan season.
1: Yeah, and Aaron Jones. Um, I, I think he's been on the injury report for the shin issue yeah. for like the last couple. Of, you know, it hasn't really you know held him out or anything like that, but uh, it it did flare up on him in this game. And they essentially benched him. Uh, another one of my props that went up in flames. Uh, he played on 38% of the snaps, just uh, 25 snaps overall. So uh, this this could be Dylan's backfield if they decide to decide to rest Aaron Jones. And, you know, we know that the Packers aren't really playing for much at this point. Uh, they have a slim chance of making the playoffs. But, uh, you know, they, they could take this opportunity – to, to take a longer look at Dylan here, maybe for a game or two.
0: Jackson, Dylan, Detroit. Oh, I mean, we also got to note
1: that Christian Watson just played a freaking guy.
0: <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. Let, no
1: let's... more questions about Christian Watson until he's off this heater. I mean, this is just an absolute – I mean, he, he just touches the ball and he scores touchdowns.
0: It's an incredible run right now. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you can look at as like, is, like, is the regression coming? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. But, like, I, I mean, do you want to – do you want to be the one who's sitting him on the bench just because you anticipate regression, uh, <laughs> regression scoring 46 yard touchdowns every week? I'm not, I'm not at this,
1: you know, at this point, if I got him, I'm playing him no matter what, until he shows any signs of slowing down. I don't care what the matchup is. Uh, this, this guy is showing a, a high weekly ceiling here. I mean, this is what, four, four weeks in a row here where he's found the end zone. So just, just, It's a simple analysis with him right now. Just keep playing him until he stops scoring. (laughs)
0: Uh, let's go now to Jacksonville and Detroit. um DeAndre Swift man. <laughs> I guess all of a sudden he's a full-time player again, like <laughs> like, like, like he, he's gotten fourteen targets the last two games. yep fourteen carries in this one. it is back to you gotta play DeAndre Swift. he's off the injury report.
1: yeah, he was off yeah no no appearances on the injury report this week. so I guess he's feeling that that shoulder's feeling good, that ankle's feeling good. Uh, so he's he's back in the lineup. I he's not like an RB one at this point. Jamal Williams is still vulturing too many touchdowns oh, for sure. But you know if we can get you know twelve to fifteen touches a week from Swift, uh, he certainly isn't isn't a guy that needs twenty five carries to get it done. Uh, he he can get it done with uh, limited touches, and he, he's that explosive element in this offense. So uh, it, it's finally starting to look up for him. Uh, hopefully he can continue to stay healthy here. Uh, But yeah, this is, this is what we've wanted to see. He was at a 51% snap share in this game. So I think that was like a, you know, close to a eight or nine week high. Uh, So yeah, finally, finally, he's getting back to a more full-time role
0: here. Um, I, uh, I, I think it was a harbinger for your props, Tom, with the DJ Chark, like, catching a 41-yarder on, like, the Lions' second drive. Oh, yeah. I, yeah,
1: I knew that was... <laughs> I knew bad bad things were coming yesterday <laughs> whenever Chark goes absolutely nuts. I mean, the Lions did whatever they wanted in this game. It was a complete flat spot for the Jaguars coming off that uh, emotional victory over the Ravens last week. I, I should have seen this, this one coming a little bit more, but... Um, Yeah, Jamison Williams a little disappointed there. I mean, he only played eight snaps. I was hoping for a little bit more there. But uh, I would think that that goes up. You know, that's only going to
0: grow here in the next couple of weeks. Dan Campbell said it was uh, they were getting his feet under him. I think he ran only one route.
1: Okay. Yeah, well. uh, Hopefully that, I mean, he can't be used in lineups right now, but...
0: Jamison Williams? Oh, God.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, but I still think he's worth rostering. Uh, Maybe... Maybe in two to three weeks, maybe he gets you know close to a, a I don't know if he'll get a full-time role this year, but if he's, if he's even getting like 70% of the snaps, he's the the type of player who can take advantage of that and uh, really stretch the field for this offense. So I, I still think he's worth rostering, but uh, there's no way you can put him anywhere close to a lineup right now.
0: On Jacksonville's side, I mean, I was saying that on the game day show yesterday with Paul Kelly, with Paul Kelly, I like... Uh, at this point, I don't care how much we lost by. The fact that Trevor Lawrence was in that ga- back in that game whew, was the most important thing.
1: Yeah, that was that was nasty looking. It looked like it could have been an ankle, it could have been a foot, could have been a knee. I mean, there was there was a whole lot of uh, unnatural movement uh, on that tackle, and just the fact that he came back out there and uh, played in the second half was a sigh of a, a sigh of relief for. Uh, Jacksonville fans and anybody that's been using him for fantasy the last couple of weeks.
0: Um, and that's so I'm just gonna watch him just to see maybe things swell up for him over the uh, over the break. But I mean, whew, uh, uh, over the the week, I mean, but man, what just so lucky for him. I, Etn was back essentially handled a full time snap share, uh, but it was just a bad game for the Jags.
1: Yeah, might yeah we might want to just do a small write up on Etn. I don't think we need to go too too much in depth, but I mean he, he returned right to a full time role. Uh, We got a ton of questions about him uh, over the week and on Sunday. Just, oh, should I play him or some, you know, Dick Smack, uh, you know, third string running back. But uh, ETN was at 88% of the snaps. So I think that foot is just fine. Uh, I I hope they're not like extra super uh, cautious next time he picks up any kind of uh, foot issue uh, if he's cleared to play and ready to go. I mean, they went to an extreme last week. But uh, I guess he's completely healthy this week after seeing
0: 88% of the snaps. Cleveland and Houston, this game sucked. I mean, oh, Cleveland scores three defensive touchdowns. Good job, benching. Hey, Kyle Allen's worse than Davis Mills, but I guess for Houston, that might be the point.
1: Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that is the whole point. I mean, they're, they're sitting Brandon Cooks as well. Like, uh, yeah, this – and I had the Nick Chubb prop, uh, of course – uh, they, you know, it, it probably was setting up for a perfect script for him to get a lot of carries down the stretch, and they're, you know, getting all these cheap ass defensive touchdowns from uh, Kyle Allen late in the game, in the second half. So, um, just a just an ugly game. I, there's nothing I hate. I, do we even need to spend much time on this game? I don't. I guess maybe we uh, have to do a Watson write up of some sort since it was his first game he was, back. But he, was, he awful. was
0: terrible. But that was anticipated yeah
1: he had a lot of rust to knock off, but I mean there's nothing else to really write about this. Game. I mean this was this might be it might have been the worst game on the NFL schedule so far this year. I mean just no uh, you know the only offensive touchdown comes in uh, garbage time from Nico Collins and Kyle Allen. I mean, uh, just a, a trash game here. Uh, but, yeah, we probably do need to do a small write-up on Watson, but other than yeah. that, there's not Damien, a
0: lot here. Well, I'll meant, I'm not going to put him in the article yeah. because we can't write about every player, but Damian Pierce, I, I mean, at the very least, we saw that if the matchup is good, he can get it done.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's we're at the point where it's got to be a good matchup with him, though. Yeah, we saw yeah. two tough matchups uh, in weeks 11 and 12 and absolutely got suffocated, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, got back to a pretty full-time role here, 72% of the snaps. And uh, they were able to keep feeding him the ball a little bit. That was the other issue, that they were falling behind so quickly that uh, he wasn't getting a lot of carries. Got up to 18 carries in this game. So uh, they're at least sticking with him and uh, giving him more chances. But, yeah, this is this game was uh, – and this was the one they, the uh, Red Zone channel did not want to show very much uh, given the circumstances.
0: Uh, the Jets and the Vikings. Um, uh, Tom, I'm just gonna go there and say it. there's nothing to say about the Vikings. They had a bad offensive game. Um, th- th- this is one of those like I-, I I liken it to Jesse Pinkman on uh on Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad. They just can't keep getting away with this. Like I saw Aaron shots <laughs> of uh Aaron shots of uh a Football, football Outsider said they're the first ten and two team ever with a negative DVOA. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, it is ridiculous. I Is their point differential still in the negatives, too? I it, They might have climbed out of that with uh, their two wins the last two weeks. But, I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. The uh, total uh, 287 yards average, 4.3 yards per play. And uh, they, they luck into 27 points and hold on for dear life uh, against the Jets. So, uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is – they are a nice team for our purposes. They're, they're kind of the same, you know, Justin Jefferson's going to get his, uh, Hawkinson is kind of the number two guy and Phelan also mixes in there. And, uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, he bounced back here, yeah. uh, got a rushing touchdown, but of course we saw Alexander Madison, uh, Vulture one there as well. I they, those two with the, the dreadlocks and the, the, the single digit numbers, I always get confused. I'm, I always oh, get confused was, every time they go that, that Madison scores a touchdown.
0: <laughs> I was uh, complaining about that last night because C.D. Lamb and Noah Brown oh, both have both yeah. have the braids and Tarico screwed
1: it, screwed it up one or two times.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and the, they they're out of the back of the helmet. Uh, did you see Alexander Madison's touchdown celebration?
1: Uh, I don't remember it now. Uh, well, if you saw it, you would remember it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I he, guess I saw the touchdown run, but I must have uh, looked away for the the celebration.
0: He faked a hamstring injury, which is now a new thing. Like, uh, I think I think Jefferson did it a couple of weeks ago. He faked a hamstring injury, and then he went down on his hands and knees, like, "Oh man, my hamstring's in pain." And then he twerked himself out of the <laughs> out of the hands and knees pose. So he he went from hamstring injury to hands and knees to twerk.
1: I mean, that's 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 going to be the new dance at uh, all the clubs here. I mean, that's going to be all the rage. I mean interesting i hey hey guys stop faking injuries i mean uh, you know everybody's fantasy teams are on the line here we don't need to be we don't need many heart attacks uh you know based on this not not that anybody was like oh god madison's got hurt but uh but yeah that's let's let's stop doing the uh the injury celebrations those aren't fun for us
0: one, I, I was pretty entertained by that one, though. You should look it up. A, a grown man twerking is hilarious. I think that's just... Uh, like the Jamal um, Williams
1: earlier this year with the, the hips. Uh, he was doing the peener, I think, uh, would be that. Oh, year. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, On the Jets' side, Michael Carter down. Not only is he out, but Bam Knight looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of his backfield
1: here. I mean, there was... Uh, reports out there all weekend that, you know, James Robinson was going to be in the mix and uh, it was going to be a three man backfield, but it was kind of Bams. He was at 55% of the snaps, but when he was out there, he was getting the rock 15 carries. Uh, he actually, you know, Andy, he looked solid as a receiver as well with the five catches on five targets. So uh, and that, that is one thing about Mike White. He, he will check it down to his receivers, uh, his running backs. Uh, we saw that at times last year. Uh, Joe Flacco would do that uh, in the first three games of the season as well. So uh, Zonovan Knight, man, he's, he's uh, pretty widely owned out there. I think he was at like 47%. It kept him on the waiver wire report. Uh, but if he's sitting out there, I, uh, I, I don't see how they go back to ineffective Michael Carter, ineffective James Robinson. Uh, I, I think
0: Bam is going to be kind of the lead guy here moving forward. And uh I- I don't need to go too much into this, but Garrett Wilson, just play him. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like get him out of lineup questions. Like the guy's a stud. And even if it's a slow going, he's going to get his, it, with Mike White out there at quarterback. And, they're, and much, heard-
1: they're much more willing to throw the ball with Mike White on the field. I mean, we saw them come out. I, I That was one thing I did get right was Garrett Wilson receiving yards, uh, Mike White attempts. They came out and they were not, They, you know, this is a, a Vikings team that is a a pass funnel defense and they, they didn't even, they weren't even really trying to run the ball early in the game. They came out throwing it. Uh, they, they aren't playing scared with Mike white at quarterback, which I think is important for uh, Wilson and the rest of these uh, receivers. And it was, notable, I will note that Davis and Elijah Moore both got nice little bumps in playing time this week. Too. Okay. So, I mean, not that those guys are market report guys, but uh, you know, people are curious about them off the waiver wire. Uh, they did, reduce the roles of Denzel Mims and Braxton Berrios last week, uh, this week. So, uh, which is a positive sign. Maybe they can uh, climb into some fantasy consideration here down the stretch.
0: Washington and the giants. um, They, of course they, they, uh, they introduce a tie into the equation here (laughs) of of the, (laughs) of of the NFC playoff picture. So uh, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I really only see one thing uh, here. (laughs) The girls love it. I'm not really sure what that was. Uh, that was a kind of scary noise uh, with, the, with, the, with my dogs. Uh, yeah, I heard them there. Really... They, were, they were excited about this tie. Yeah, um, um, I'm not really sure. That was, I think that was Crimpin who made that noise. I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, Brian Robinson, uh, I see, is up to me. He's He's reaching his stride. They'll ride the hot hand here, and they want to run the ball. And they have made it obvious that when they want to run the ball, it's going to be Brian Robinson.
1: Yeah, uh, and he's, yeah, as you said, he's starting to turn a corner here. Uh, they they are on bye this week, so tough to get too excited about him. But uh, if he's, he's, should be, you know, he's our RB2 now moving forward. And he, he's going to get the ball a lot. Uh, I think they play the Giants when they come out of their bye. So we, it's, this should be a pretty similar matchup here. Uh, Total, uh, you know, he's even getting a little bit of, not, not that it's awesome, but any kind of passing game work. Uh, only adds to his, uh, you know, viability here. So yeah, he's been catching the ball a little bit here in more recent weeks. And I think that's what, like one thing Greg Cosell noted when he was coming out that he, you know, he's not a great receiver, but he's capable of it. So uh, if we can just start getting like two catches a game from him, like, like, you know, that helps him out here moving down the
0: stretch. I don't know what to say about the Giants, by the way. Yeah, we can move on here. Barkley, man, Yeah, let's move on.
1: It's All right. tough for Barkley, right? This offensive line is... Not opening things up, but,
0: yeah it was I wrote this You kind of just have to play him. And oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, what happened in this game happens. He, It was not a lot of room to run, but he scored a rushing touchdown, and he caught five passes.
1: Yeah, he's going to get the ball every week. You just got to hope he scores a touchdown. But, yeah, his days of being, like, a, a top three, top five option, I think are kind of done with this offense right now.
0: Um, Tennessee and Philadelphia. Um, the, the, the thing that stands out kick- to me is we got to watch Traylon Burks. I have no idea how he held on to that ball that touch that and the offense
1: went into the absolute tank after he left the game that was uh, they they could not and it's kind of if you've been following the titans the last couple of weeks the passing game has started to take off since burks got back into the lineup here and as soon as he left i mean the the, the uh, titans had no chance of keeping pace with the eagles offense in this one
0: no not a chance uh derrick henry they were able to key on him um 11 carries for 30 yards that eagle run defense has really been sh- shored up here and no threat of a pass from from Tennessee I will say for Dynasty that Oconquo is going to be a pretty good player I'm not sure what kind of player he's going to be because you look at him out there and he is a small guy for a tight end Tom like yeah, yeah he looks like six one and a half out there <laughs> yeah he's six one uh six two and a half, 240 pounds that is a tiny tight end um, but he can move and, and they're starting to trust him. I just, uh, I mean, honestly, put him in that group of, of tight ends from like six oh, to yeah. 20. Like he can at least make a big play every now and
1: again. Yeah. I, I think he's, I, I wrote him up, uh, for the waiver wire. He's higher up on the list. I mean, he does, as you said, he has some upside. He's, he's been up over like 31 receiving yards in five or six straight games. Uh, because of the nature of this game, he also I think saw a snap, uh, the highest snap share of the season. Uh, you, know, you know, the Titans aren't going to be playing from behind uh, by four scores most weeks. So they, but you know, this was an opportunity for them to you know let him stretch his wings a little bit and get a little extra playing time. He was at fifty eight percent of the snaps, so uh, I do think he's trending up. But yeah, in this current tight end, uh, you know, the the, the the state of the position for fantasy is. Absolutely dreadful outside of Travis Kelsey right now. So, uh, I mean, he might be on the he might be uh, on the radar for you if you're playing in deeper leagues right now. It, it's it's really ugly out there, and especially if you know if Burks misses a game or two. I mean, they need somebody to bring some some juice in this passing game, and it might be a Conquo uh, if Burks misses a game or two.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, and on the Philly side, I mean, we've we've dedicated enough ink to to Jalen Hurts. I mean. I mean, I don't know what else to He looked like say. a quarterback yesterday, didn't he? <laughs> um, oh, look at this. Hold on. The Panthers are cutting Baker Mayfield. Oh, man, let him, uh, oh, oh, that's well, interesting. Niners, you know, yeah, yeah, I wonder if that is related. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to the 49ers, we'll get to the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, for the Eagles, I mean, is there anything, I, I, I think maybe Devontae Smith up because, uh, uh, he goes for over a hundred yards. I mean, he didn't have as big a game as AJ did, but he goes for over a hundred yards. And, you know, that stat from Chris Weck. he's kind of been the uh He's kinda of been the the Dallas. first read on a large yeah. part of Jalen Hurts's passes and they're really getting him going.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been fantastic since uh Goddard left the lineup here. Uh we'll get one more game, I believe, with Goddard out of the lineup. Uh we'll see if he comes back immediately after the four games on the injured reserve, but uh, we'll get at least one more game where Devonta Smith is kind of the guy here. I mean, uh, this was, you know, obviously a Brown game uh, going against the Titans and all the money that was on him to go over his receiving yards cash pretty easily. But uh, Devonte Smith has, you know, kind of been the 1B here since Goddard left the lineup. So uh, continue to use him with, uh, you know, some confidence right now.
0: Um and, and AJ Brown yeah AJ Brown had a big game but again like we've dedicated nothing to those guys which yeah, Jalen Hurts they, and him we know. love the Eagles
1: because see. they're kind of kind of the same team most weeks so they they get it to their their best players uh pretty routinely here and uh, Jalen Hurts comes through mo- <laughs> comes through for most weeks and uh, certainly a, a special passing performance in this one after he uh you know was a running back here the last two weeks so uh, so shows he can uh, get it done in all facets of the game.
0: Uh, just so you know, uh, Crimpit was just excited to go outside.
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's probably pretty nice out there.
0: No, <laughs> uh, not really. It's kind of oh. gloomy here, a little chilly. No, we got uh, sun here, but it's probably about 30 degrees outside. So. Yeah, so we don't have sun here, and it's probably about 45 to 50 degrees. So yeah. I'll take that Pickard, right <laughs> pick, pick and choose. Uh, Seattle and the Rams. Um the, the the big news for Seattle is is Ken Walker. What what's the deal? He he jammed his ankle. Uh, DJ Dallas had to come back into that game despite being hurt because all of their running backs are hurt.
1: Yeah, Travis. Yeah, Travis Homer
0: uh, was uh,
1: inactive for this game. He had an illness uh, slash knee injury. I don't know which was the bigger driving uh, force for him to miss this game. But uh, yeah, it was Tony Jones was getting the old Saints fame there from a couple years ago was getting some run in his backfield and yeah, DJ Dallas was listed as doubtful with the ankle injury and then eventually ended up coming back in the second half and uh, getting some reps here. So this, this entire backfield is uh, up for grabs here this week. They got, uh, who do they have? Uh, I just was looking at this. Uh, I think they got the Panthers. Uh, speaking of Baker Mayfield and the Panthers, uh, they, they got the Seahawks. They this do. Week, so uh, but it does. It you know I, I did see the replay of it. It was a pretty nondescript. Uh, you know, it was just on a cut. You know, he, he really did just jam his foot into the ground into that turf uh, at SoFi Stadium. So I I would think that Kenneth Walker is going to play this week, especially with all the injuries that they have, and uh, they're 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 in must win territory now with uh, you know both the Commanders and Giants tying that game. They're they're uh, that kind of kind of hurt the seahawks a little bit so uh we'll we'll see how it plays out but i I would probably lean towards walker being available for this game but we'll keep an eye on it here because yeah who the hell knows who's gonna lead this backfield with uh the three top backs all dealing with issues right now
0: do you have any interest in cam acres whatsoever zero
1: (laughs) i mean i know we're probably gonna get a lot of questions about him this week if I,
0: i mean it feels like if you start him he's gonna get 11 carries for 37 yards
1: yeah, and this was kind of a good, you know, the script kind of worked out perfect for him. Uh, I had a Kyron Williams uh, over his receiving yards prop, and just the fact that the Rams were able to keep it close and uh, they were able to force-feed the ball to Cam Akers. So, uh, you know, you know I, I don't think it's going to be, mo- you know, most weeks going forward, it's not going to be like this. This Rams team is a uh, pretty bad offense overall. So, uh, you I'll know, just do a Hopefully,
0: Kyron Williams down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I, you can give this one to me. I, I'll, I because I wrote up the Cam Akers stuff for the uh, the waiver wire. I'll, I'll oh, do okay. a little, I'll do a little update for this. But uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not trusting anybody in this offense at this point. Maybe Cam Akers is the one guy uh, we can put a little bit of trust in. Uh, you know, he legitimately. I know it was only 3.5 yards per carry, but uh, he did score the. Uh, Two short rushing touchdowns, a one yard, a one yard rushing touchdown, a six yard rushing touchdown. So um, uh, he's at least trending up after a disaster season here.
0: Comment to make here: um, uh, Did you see this uh, from a reporter, uh, Ian Furness, uh, who's for Fox 13 Seattle? Quote: Ran into Rashad Penny in the tunnel post game. Is rehabbing out of state and is close to being able to come back. What? He said there's a chance he can make it back by the end of the year or playoffs for the Seahawks.
1: Uh, yeah, I need, I need further reporting on that. <laughs> to
0: believe that,
1: geez, Didn't he break his leg? I mean, I just assume that that's like a three month injury, but yeah. I guess we, you know, uh, by uh, end of December, I mean, that would be right around, uh, it'd be like eight, uh, 10 weeks. Uh, I mean, I, uh, we do, we would need to uh, end when, uh, the more of the expert to, to analyze that. But I, geez I just assumed that he would be done for the season
0: uh San Francisco and Miami this is just a bad game for Miami I mean they didn't even try to run the football um Raheem Mostert gets seven carries Jeff Wilson gets one Ugh. I mean come on Jalen Waddle is in and out of the lineup um let's let's watch Tua who has a little ankle injury Waddle has a leg injury uh, he was in and out of the lineup uh, just a bad game for Miami
1: yeah and yeah it is this its was kind of in the cards as a potential for this to happen. Uh, they were down there, you know, their two offensive tackles with Armstead and Jackson out of the game. Uh, but you know, they score on the first play of the, you know, the the long Trent Sherfield Shur- seventy five yard touchdown. I'm like, ah, maybe they're gonna be all right, but uh, they they could do almost next to nothing after that happened. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll keep our eye. At, you know, it sounds like Tua will probably be able to play. They said he would have oh, played it. So. Yeah. They've been, we saw it uh, two weeks ago against the Texans. They were really cautious and pulled him out early in that game. Uh, it was a, it was, the game was kind of in hand when they, they kind of pulled him in this one. Uh, so yeah, he was at 98% of the snaps. So, I mean, <laughs> it was literally uh, he missed two plays. So, uh, yeah, the Waddle is probably the bigger one we want to keep our eye on, but he, he was in and out of the lineup. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that's that's
0: one we'll keep our eye on here with the modeling. Um, Debo and Ayuk are down. I mean, look, I thought Brock Purdy came in and uh, he did about as well as you could. Uh, Absolutely, even better than I think you can anticipate. Like, let's let's be honest, but he's a seventh round. He, he was Mister Irrelevant. Mister like,
1: Irrelevant. Yep. First one, first one to throw a touchdown pass.
0: <laughs> the the odds of this guy. Propping up this offense, let's just say it. The uh, I'm not, I, I'm not talking about Brock Purdy's performance in, in in particular, but the odds of him propping up this offense to a, a level of fantasy sustainability are very low.
1: Yeah, I I think this probably hurts Iuke and Kittle the most. Uh, at least Debo, that they I I think we'll probably see more manufactured touches for him. Uh, you know, we'll probably get more of him as a you know we saw four carries in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets more, you know, touches as a runner, uh, more short area passes. So I think this really hurts IU and Kittle the most. But uh, just a dagger for this team right now. Uh, they they were really surging. Their defense is the best in the league, uh, and they they, they were start, starting to look like major contenders for the Super Bowl. And uh, this, this is this could be a death blow. We'll see if uh, Purdy can sustain this level of play. Uh, good first showing, but uh, we'll see, you know, sometimes these teams get more and more tape on a guy and uh, then it gets a little worse here. But uh, Shanahan has always been known as the guy who can scheme up things and uh, uh, hide his quarterback. And this will be the ultimate test of that here over the next uh, two months.
0: Uh, Kansas city and Cincinnati, by the way, um, i I've, everybody on Twitter is already connecting Baker. Yeah. Twitter I mean, San Francisco. it certainly
1: feels that. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but I was like, what the F are they going to do? Like, I'm looking at the free yeah. agents. I'm like, yeah. They R- signed
0: Josh Johnson. Oh, they
1: did get Josh. I was, I was wondering if he was going to be one of the guys. Cause I was looking at practice squads and I'm like, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, Josh Johnson's available, you know, could get Brian Hoyer, at least as a veteran. Uh, so yeah, the Josh Johnson thing makes sense. But uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it has to be connected to, you know, Mayfield was probably like one of those, like, whatever, we'll get ready. You know. You're not, you're not going to play anyway the rest of the season. And so, yeah, I I mean, that has to be it. I mean, it seems like – it seems too – the the uh, stars are aligned too much for that uh, to, to, to happen. Yeah. But we'll see how it plays out. Uh, obviously, other teams can put waiver claims in for him, but I don't know who the hell is going to do that who's for gonna Baker. Who's going to
0: do it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, who's going to do it? Uh, Baker. Um, first and foremost, It'd be hilarious if, if it's like I, Seattle or you know
1: somebody in the NFC West does it to block them. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it could but they happen. could uh, or they just were like, screw it, we want them to have Baker Mayfield. I yeah,
0: uh, we we'll I would think if they sign Baker, he's only like an emergency option if Brock Purdy falls flat on his. Well, yeah, brain. I think
1: that's exactly if Purdy you know turns into back into Mister Irrelevant over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, ba- ba- Baker Mayfield at least has experience and. He always seemed like a guy that would be a good fit for, you know, this type of offense, you know, Shanahan's type of offense. So, um, you know, we'll obviously keep an eye on that over the next week or two, but uh, I don't I, I don't think Baker gets signed and then becomes the starter next week. I don't think that's in the cards.
0: Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati. Um, at this point, Kansas City's just annoying. I mean, oh, God. Yeah, as someone that has to look at their
1: box score every week and try to decipher it for, uh, fan, you know, for the waiver wire, it's like, Like, good luck playing any of these guys outside of Travis Kelsey. And uh, I think he can start to play Pacheco with some confidence. Uh, Uh, Both of
0: the running backs scored, actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I think Pacheco is, you know, he is playing pretty well. He's running real hard. So uh, I think we could give him a a little bit of an upgrade here. I think uh, they really have started to feature him as the guy. But, yeah, I mean, (laughs) the rest of this – receiving core it's just a complete complete headache I mean Sky Moore even he gets like a season high and and snaps and he doesn't even see a target so uh just I hate this receiving core so much behind Kelsey um on
0: the on the Cincinnati side there are two things that we need to say Chase is up I mean he was back and he led them in targets he led them in receiving he led them in receptions he led them in every category and I gotta say it Joe Mixon is down yeah, like, I'm with you. Are Joe. they going to go completely away from Samaj P. Ryan? I don't think uh, you know.
1: We've we've seen them mix in P. Ryan before, but maybe this becomes more of like a 60-40 split moving forward. And you know, P. Ryan is running hard. He's you know making you know extra yards after contact, and he, he's a good receiver too. Like he yeah. you know he, he does does his job. I mean, just the way he even contorts his body. There was a couple close plays to get first downs and uh, just getting the extra yard or two in those situations. So uh, yeah, I'm with you, Joe. I, if you picked up P run over the last couple of weeks, I know we talked about him on the waiver wire. wires. Like a uh, we're getting into that time of season when you handcuff guys. And um, I, I think he could be, we'll, we'll see how it plays out when Mixon gets back. I would expect him back this week, but uh, there's a chance.
0: He could have some standalone value moving forward. Vegas and the chargers. um Oh boy, Chargers! Man, they just like whenever, whenever there's an opportunity for them to just like, hey, we're not the Chargers anymore. They're the Chargers again. Like it's unbelievable. Uh, they, yeah, I, I, I mean this or,
1: <laughs> the injuries that this organization has to deal. Oh, with. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, they had no offensive line in this game. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, it's kind of the same thing every week with them. Uh, Eckler gets his, gets it done as a, a receiver. Uh, Allen's back to a you know full time role here. We're just sitting here waiting on Mike Williams news, but uh, three DMPs last week, so he wasn't particularly close to returning. So uh, not not a not a whole lot to say uh, you know for this Chargers offense. Just a it's it's ugly watching them though. I mean, no running game at all, and it's all dink and
0: dunk passing. They they have no chance of uh, making plays downfield through the air. Uh, this is one of those uh, Oh, one one guy to watch. Okay. Hunter Ren, uh, Renfro plus Darren Waller. Yeah, they're um, both I eligible. They're, they're both eligible, but I don't think – I think Renfro's got a chance. I don't think Waller does i'll 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 give myself this game because i saw it last week i'll look i'll look into it other than that i mean the raiders are the raiders you play josh Jacobs and Devontae adams every week
1: yeah we don't even need really need to write up renfro probably joe you can just do that more as like a a waller i mean renfro is like 20 percent like i didn't even write him up for the waiver because he wasn't really doing much anyway before the injury so (laughs) So you see this box score there joe josh jacobs and Devontae adams combined for 321 yards of their 404 yards. I mean, wow. <laughs> unbelievable. I love that for fantasy. Oh, it's great. I mean, I mean, Jacobs and Devontae Adams, I mean, we're basically, if you don't have one of these guys on your team, you know, there's, there's a handful of guys you need to have on your roster uh, to be winning fantasy titles, and Jacobs and Devontae Adams are two on the very short list right now.
0: You know, Dallas is another one of those teams. Moving over to Dallas. Oh, Tom, I... Ain't. I had, I had uh, Jonathan Taylor over parlayed with Dar- Dalton Schultz catching four passes. Dalton Schultz catches four passes for 13 yards every freaking week. <laughs> and, and this game he catches two. Uh, uh, Dallas, I mean, the Colts are so bad. They are, they've just totally given up. I mean, it is pathetic, this team. I don't even know what, what, what do you say about the Colts? Uh,
1: nothing. No, There's nothing really to add here. I mean... Even the Pittman stuff, I mean, there was this chance. You know, the, the Cowboys have been one of the best teams against lead receivers all season, and uh, he got shut down here. Uh, Taylor has looked good since he's come back, but I don't think we need to run. You know, he was the number one overall pick. He should yeah. look good. So, uh, yeah, nothing much to say here about this offense. I think uh, I think they're on bye as well. So, yeah, screw them. We don't need to write them up.
0: <laughs> yeah, get rid of the
1: Cowboys. And even the, even the Cowboys here, I mean, there's not much to – really say at this point you
0: have to play pollard and zeke every week yeah
1: i mean i think people are yeah to that point i mean they're both getting a healthy number of touches and the way the offense is rolling they're each getting opportunities to score touchdowns so i mean pollard is unbelievable i mean uh, he's shot out of the cannon every time he touches the ball and uh the other the one thing that did kind of stand out here though gallup is uh starting to turn a corner here from that acl injury he had a really slow go of it through the first uh, basically two months of his rehab here uh, since coming back in week three. But he, he is starting to turn a little bit of a corner. He's he's like fringe waiver wire, fringe
0: market. I don't know. If yeah, knows.
1: his snaps are
0: still. Yeah, they're playing I mean,
1: Brown a lot. But,
0: yeah, but, I mean, now they also they also didn't need to play their starters at the end of that game. Yeah,
1: that's I mean. the other thing. Yeah, and the guy coming off of uh, ACL injury, they did take him out. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it. You know, Noah Brown was at 79%. Lamb was at 72%. He, so he was right with Lamb in terms of starter snaps. So I don't think that's too big of a concern, but they they're even getting back to, you know, they always love to throw those like quick screens to him down near the goal line where if, you know, if he's getting some cushion uh and he you know kind of uses his big body to you know, run run over the smaller quarterbacks. So uh, he's getting back to the form that we we used to, you know,
0: before the ACL
1: injury last year.
0: Okay, T bro. I look. uh, I I kept checking it. I think we got (laughs) through the the recording. Uh, Fingers crossed, man. Fifty minutes. Who knows what the heck goes wrong on Mondays for us? But we're through this one, Tom. We have a little bit of a. I mean, it's rough for fantasy because six teams are on by this week. But we have a little bit of a reprieve this week. We only have to preview thirteen games, and then we hit the playoff weeks. We're almost done, man. This is unbelievable. It's getting close. So yeah, I mean, this is and then this yeah this is
1: brutal with six teams on by kind of a pivotal week Uh, a lot of playoff start in week 15 uh leading up to week 17 so uh good luck out there we'll do the waiver wire there there are some options out there you know especially at running back but uh not a whole lot of help out there but hopefully your team is set heading into this critical
0: week week 14
1: with six teams on by
0: all right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll uh, we'll get this thing written up for the website. If you go to fantasypoints.com, stay tuned for our super early bird special, 30% off all 2023 subscriptions. You're going to want to look for that if you're a Fantasy Point subscriber, and even if you're not. So for Tom Brawley at Tom Brawley on Twitter, I am Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan. Thank you, everybody, and we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow on the Wayboard.